This is the Veritable Veteran Podcast, bringing truth and exposure to the struggles veterans and their families face post-military. Depression. Anger. PTSD. Suicide. Who am I? What do I do now? Hey guys, welcome back to the Veritable Veteran Podcast. I'm your host, Evan. Uh, today I want to talk about something that uh, a lot of people have a very uh, negative thought process towards. So what I want to talk about is uh, self-talk. Okay. And I know that as soon as you say that, people start to think, oh, here we go. We're just going to talk to ourselves and tell us how great we are. and We're going to motivate ourselves by, you know, blah, 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 blah. So, uh, in short, yes, but we're going to talk about why uh, veterans need to focus on positive self-talk as opposed to negative self-talk and also why it works. So, Veterans, a lot, I mean, and I've seen this in my own personal life. I've seen it in guys that I've served with. I've seen it in guys that I've talked to. The number one thing that veterans will say to themselves is, you suck, or great job, you screwed that up, or, you know, stop being such a pussy, or, you know, whatever, like, especially when they're, like, they're working out and they're trying to motivate themselves. And honestly, I mean, sometimes it's like you're working out and you're like, dude, suck it up. Let's go. And you're talking to yourself and you're just like, it's time to push past this. Like, stop being weak. Let's go. That's I mean, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. The problem starts when that becomes the way you talk to yourself all the time. Like you're having a problem at work. And you're like, dude, just shut up and suck it up and get better. Like, stop sucking. And, you know, you're like, okay, I'll just stop sucking and get better. But you don't ever encourage yourself. You don't ever tell yourself, hey, you did a good job today. And again, it sounds weird when you start talking about saying it to yourself. But if you think about it, we spend a lot of time talking down to ourselves. I mean, let's face it, veterans like to spend a lot of time alone. They tend to isolate. They tend to kind of uh, pull themselves away from others and hide away with themselves. So a lot of the dialogue that you have throughout the day is with yourself. It's in your head, right? So we're talking about a lot. I mean, a lot of the stuff that we deal with is in our heads. Most of the, the negative stuff that we, we deal with does not come from outside sources. I've found in my own personal life. Most of the negative stuff that I deal with comes from me. It's me running my internal mouth to myself, telling myself how much I suck and how much I hate myself because I did this or that or I can't do this or I can't do that or I can't stop doing this or I should start doing that. And it really comes down to just self-degrading talk. And, you know, because when someone brings up positive self-talk, 
they're like self-talk that's stupid that's dumb like that's just some hippie you know uh so uh, whatever new age therapist talk oh just talk good to yourself and everything will be okay that's not what i'm saying what i'm saying is if we can change the way we feel about ourselves by one stopping the negative self-talk that we already do pretty much every single day and two add in there some positive affirmations that come from ourselves because in reality the, the one person that we probably hate the most generally is is us there was a joke and it was said you know or i think it was it was a meme or something i saw it said uh I'll give you a million dollars, but the person you hate the most also gets a million dollars. And somebody responded with, you know, would you, you know, like, would you do it if, you know, if I gave you a million dollars, but I had to give the person you hate the most a million dollars as well, would you do it? And this person responded with, yeah, why wouldn't I want $2 million? <laughs> like implying that, you know, the person they hate the most is themselves. And, and I'm like, man, I felt that that was, <laughs> was like, someone just got into my head there for a minute. Um, so it's it's true. I mean, that's the person we we can't stand the most a lot of times is just ourselves. It's our own mind. It's our own head. And we get stuck in there and we get stuck in this cycle of you suck. I hate you. Why do you have to be this way? Why can't you be better? Why can't you be normal? Why can't you stop doing these things? Why can't you just do blank? Or why can't you just stop doing blank? And we just, we continually degrade ourselves and just hate on ourselves. And then, but again, when we bring up the idea of speaking positively to ourselves, we think that's silly or, you know, that that's just some strange idea. Okay. It's not a strange idea. It's not silly. It, it isn't. And I think we need to get past that stigma. If you're walking around all day, speaking out loud to yourself, saying, I am a good person. I am a special person. I am a beautiful person. Like, that's going to get a little weird. Okay, that's not what I'm talking about. You already have an internal dialogue. 96% of people have an internal dialogue where they, they speak to themselves inside their own head. Okay. A lot less people have an audible dialogue with themselves. Uh, it's like 25% or something. I'm absolutely one of those people. I talk to myself all the time uh, out loud. So if you see me talking to myself, just mind your business. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm having a conversation with me. So anyway, the point is it's not abnormal, weird, dumb, or whatever you want to call it to have positive self-talk. It's very helpful, okay? Because again, if you're talking to yourself positively, at the very least, you're not talking to yourself negatively, right? You're, you're heading that off and you're, you're like, it's like, first, like do no harm, right? That's one of the, they talk about for first responders, like just don't make the situation worse, right? If you don't know what you're doing, just don't make anything worse, okay? If, if you're like me and, you know, as far as mental health goes and, you know, taking care of yourself mentally, 
I don't have any formal training. So do I know exactly what I'm doing? No, but I do know that talking to myself negatively, negatively is not helping. Like the things we say to ourselves, we would never say. Usually would never say, I would never say to my family or to my friends. Like I would never speak to my family or friends that way because it's disrespectful. It would be straight disrespectful, but I am perfectly okay with disrespecting the ever loving F out of myself. Like I will disrespect myself all day long, but I would never turn around and say that stuff to my family or my friends. And we have got to get past that where we think it's okay to disrespect ourselves. You wouldn't disrespect somebody else like that. So stop saying it to yourself. Like, we have this, this idea in our heads that we have to be this perfect, functioning, never has anything wrong, never has any issues, everybody comes to me for help and I don't go to anybody help anybody for help person. That's not the case. Like we're all, we all need help. Sometimes we all have people come to us for help. Sometimes that's, that's okay. That's good. We want that. That's called communicating and that's called keeping each other accountable and like checking on each other. And that, that's fine. You can't always be the one that people come to, but if you have this idea of yourself that you have to be this, this perfect, you know, flawless person and you keep telling yourself that in your head, every time you fall short, you're just like, well, you didn't make it. You still suck. You're, you're not going to get better. So all that to say, we have got to stop disrespecting ourselves and start having a positive affirmation for ourselves daily. Okay. This has to become a habit and we have to do it every day. Okay. So some of the stuff that I've been you know, reading online, if you don't feel comfortable talking to yourself out loud, that's fine. You don't have to, you can, you can have this internal dialogue, but so step one on this talking to yourself and maintaining a positive self talk is monitoring your thought patterns. So you're going to, you're going to start developing patterns in the way you speak to yourself. When you wake up in the morning, what do you think to yourself? Oh gosh, another day I got to get up. I got to go to work. I hate my job. I hate my life. I hate my house. I hate my dog. I hate my cat. And on and on and on. You start your day off on this negative foot of I hate everything or I'm miserable or I'm depressed or, oh, look, another day that I'm still here and have to slog my way through life. Okay. You're starting off. That's a pattern. If that's how you wake up every day, that's a pattern. You've got to interrupt that pattern. You're stuck in a cycle of negative self-talk and you've got to stop that pattern. You got to break that cycle. You know, so a lot, if you screw up at work, what, what do you say to yourself? Oh, look at you, idiot. You screwed up again. Way to suck. You know, what do you, you know, you're probably, you're probably just going to get fired at this point because you suck so bad. Your boss hates you. Everybody else hates you. You know, you just can't even do your job because you're just, you're dumb. So again, you screw up at work. This is the way you speak to yourself. It's a pattern. 
You've got to start recognizing those patterns. Start pointing them out, telling yourself, okay, I know when I wake up in the morning, I hate waking up. So I've got to find a way to speak positively to myself. That way I can start my day off on the right foot and I can actually I can actually have a positive outlook on the day. You've got to find the times that you are most likely to, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Self-implode, basically, on yourself and, and just and, and, and start attacking yourself. So waking up after an argument with your spouse or your girlfriend or your boyfriend or whoever, after you screw up at work, after you're late to something or whatever it is, we're creatures of habit. We have patterns in our lives. Identify the times that you know you're going to speak negatively to yourself. Okay. Identify them, name them out loud to yourself and say, I know I attack myself at these times when I wake up, when I screw up at work, when I'm late, when I, when I am a bad father or a bad husband. Okay. So what we do with those in those moments is we do what's called catastrophizing because you have catastrophe, right? And we're catastrophizing and we're making it into a huge deal. Like I screwed up at work. I'm never going to make it. Uh, I suck so bad at this job. They're going to fire me and then I'm going to be broke. And then I'm going to have to move out of my apartment and my family's going to leave me because I won't be able to provide for them. And then I'm going to end up living on the street and then I'm going to end up shooting up heroin because I'm just so depressed and, and then I'm going to end up robbing a bank and it just keeps spiraling. Okay. And we allow it to, because we don't interrupt those thoughts with positive thoughts. Okay. Rather than saying, well, it's another Monday. I hate my life. And this is going to be another sucky week in the, the world of Evan, you know, just going to hate my life all week long. You have to get to a point when you start telling yourself, I don't want to catastrophize. I don't want to blow this out of proportion. It's a Monday. Mondays are hard because I'm coming off the weekend, but I have decided I'm going to have a good day. I have decided that I'm going to have a good week because regardless of what's going on around me, whatever's going on in my life. I'm still going to have a good attitude. It's not easy. It's hard because you have to sit there and tell yourself very specifically, I'm going to do this. And you keep telling yourself, you can't just say it once. Like when you're correcting your kids, you tell them one time, like, Hey, pick up your toys. Is that, and then all of a sudden they just pick their toys up every single time they leave their toys on the ground. Like they never leave their toys out anymore because they pick them up every single time now because they're perfect. No. Anybody who has any kind of ever dealt with kids at any level, whether a parent or a, a relative or a friend, a babysitter, a teacher, whatever, you know, these kids do not listen. Okay. You have to tell them a thousand times before they'll start doing it. And then you got to keep telling them a thousand more before they even start getting good at it, okay? 
It's the same thing with ourselves, our, with, with us. You tell yourself, hey, we're going to have a good day today. I've decided I'm going to have a good day. You can't just say it once. Like every time you start having one of those negative thoughts, start like, ah, ah, n- n- nope, n- n- nope, not today. I'm having a good day today. And you keep interrupting those negative self thoughts. And it's going to be hard. And it starts like you're going to be, you're going to think I'm crazy. I'm telling myself, we're going to have a good day all day long. And then eventually, you're going to be down the road a couple of weeks, a couple of months. And you're like, man, I haven't told myself that I'm going to have a good day today. Yet here I am in the middle of a good day because it becomes a habit. It becomes a positive pattern. Okay. We have to interrupt the negative self-talk and stop deprecating ourselves through the way we speak to ourselves and the thoughts we have about ourselves. The next step in this. So the first one is identifying those patterns, the negative patterns, and replacing them with positive talk, positive self-talk, positive thoughts. The second step. Talk to yourself like you're talking to your friend. Talk to yourself like you're talking to one of your kids. Talk to yourself like you're talking to your spouse. Not when you're mad at your spouse, when you're actually like trying to be a good spouse and you're speaking to them lovingly. Talk to them that way. Talk to yourself that way. Like, hey, it's hard. I get it. I know you're frustrated. I know you're upset. I know you're tired. I know you're hungry. We're going to get through this. You're going to get through this. It's okay to be upset, but let's not let it ruin our whole day. Let's not let this set the tone for the rest of the week. Okay. Again, if you spoke to your friends the way that you speak to yourself, if I spoke to my friends the way that I talk to myself, I would have no friends. If I spoke to my spouse the way I speak to myself, I would not be married. She would have left me a long time ago because of how deeply I will disrespect myself. And we have got to stop doing that. We have got to stop disrespecting and hating ourselves so we can get to a point where we can heal. Because it's like, well, I mean, I'll go and talk about my problems to somebody and I'll, you know, I'll, 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 you know, explain what's going on and all this other stuff. And then they'll give me some positive affirmations. And I'm like, oh, that was helpful. And then I leave. And then immediately, as soon as I'm like out of there and I'm back stuck in my own head, my own head starts filling my own head with negative talk again. Okay. So if we're not doing it for ourselves, talking, no talk, no amount of talking to people is going to help. Because as soon as they leave, the only person that's always with me is me. Okay. My internal dialogue is always there and it's always going. Getting it to shut up is the hard part. Okay. So if it's always negative, I'm going to have a negative outlook. I'm going to have a negative self-image. We have to interrupt it. We have to stop the cycle of it and change it. If you don't change that, you're never going to change anything. The third step 
is keeping an eye on your stress levels. Keeping an eye on how much stress is in your life. One thing I've found with me is I have to be very specific about the stress in my life because I will start to stress over the dumbest things and be like, I'm just, I, I'm, I'm hungry and I'm tired and I, and I, I need this and I need that. And I can't handle this because I got all this going on. And it's like, what do you actually have going on? Like right now at this moment, like what is stressing you out? And you know, for me the other day, I was looking at my yard and my yard, it's, it's a lot of sandy dirt, not a whole lot of grass right now. Uh, it needs work and it bothers me. I hate it. It bugs me to no end that there's not grass everywhere. I just want it to be this lush green, you know, property, but I don't have a sprinkler system and there's not enough water and it stresses me out. And I'm like sitting there one day and I'm just looking angry and my wife's like, what is wrong? Like, what's wrong? What is going on? Why are you upset? And I'm like the yard, it doesn't have any grass. And she's like, okay, you've been doing work in the yard and it looks really good. Um, why are you, I don't understand. Why is it not good enough for you? And I'm like, cause there's not grass everywhere and it's not perfectly manicured. And again, I'm, I'm, I'm joking, but at the same time, this is like legitimately affecting my mood. And I'm like, okay, that this is a silly thing to stress about. So I identify the silly stressors that I really don't need to worry about. And I'm like, okay, let's, let's go ahead and put that one off to the side. It's like the whole, uh, the old adage of juggling glass balls. If you're juggling glass balls and plastic balls and you're juggling too much, the first ones you're going to drop need to be the plastic ones. Cause those aren't going to shatter. Okay. You've got to find your priorities and what's important. Okay. So you've identified these stressors over here. I don't need these. These can go, I need to just focus on something else. I need to let these go. So then I can focus on the other areas of my life, like my job or my kids or a specific project that's really important. Now I can focus on those. Okay. I'm stressed about those. Right. But I don't need to be stressed. Okay. Because again, I focus on those and I start catastrophizing and I start magnifying and I start thinking, I'm never going to get this project done. It's too big. I don't know how to do it. I'm never going to figure it out. I'm too stupid. I'm not good with my hands. I'm not good with engines. I'm not good with wood or whatever it is. Stop those thoughts right there and say, stop. I can figure this out. And then you start working to figure it out. However that is, however that may be, whether that's watching a video on YouTube, whether it's calling up your dad and being like, hey, dad, you're way better with tools and woodworking and engines and you know, how would I fix this? Take a step towards figuring it out. Start reading a book, look up, a, go to the library and look up a book on small engines or just get online and look up, you know, or whatever it is. Just take a step towards figuring it out and say, I can figure this out. It may take me a little while. I am a rookie at this. I have absolutely no idea what I'm doing, but I can figure it out because I'm intelligent. Okay. Because think about back to your time in the military and you've got um, a project that you've never done before and you're sergeant, team leader, corporal, NCO, whoever is like, do this. And you're like, I, I don't 
know how. What did they say to you? Did they say, well, you're just too stupid to figure it out? Yeah, you're never going to figure it out. You're just dumb. That's right. You're just dumb. That No. You know what they said to you? Figure it out. Figure it out. And they said, you know, and then you say to yourself, okay, well, I guess I got to figure it out. And guess what? You figured it out. How did you figure it out? Did you figure it out on your own or did you go to somebody else and say, hey, man, Sergeant just said I got to do this and I have absolutely no idea how to do that. Can you help me? Most of us were probably afraid to ask unless it was somebody who was like a, a peer or like a friend. Okay. And we're like, hey, I need some help. Right. But they told us, figure it out. Okay. So if you've got these stressors in your life and you don't know how to fix it, take some steps towards figuring it out. Take some steps towards finding someone who understands what they're doing and say, hey, can you help me with this? Can you give me some pointers? Okay. Rather than sitting there and beating your head against the wall and saying, I'll never figure this out. I'm too stupid. You're not stupid. You're not dumb. You're not. So take some steps towards figuring it out. Pull yourself out of those negative thoughts, out of those ruts. Get on a new path and say, okay, let's figure this out. But one thing that distracts us from that is all these little stressors that we don't identify and remove. So identify the stressors identify the problems that you can get rid of and stop worrying about. Get rid of them. And then you can focus on the important stuff and just take it one step at a time. Small steps, one step at a time. Okay, You got to work through it a little bit at a time. If you just try and tackle the whole problem at once, you're never going to get it. How do you eat an elephant? There's an old, the old adage again, how do you eat an elephant? One bite at a time. You can't eat a whole elephant at once. It's not possible. One bite at a time. Okay? So, again, in review, identify the negative thought patterns. Okay? Identify when you're most likely to speak negatively to yourself and how you speak neg negatively to yourself. Two, talk to yourself like you talk to your best friend or your family. So, Talk to yourself with some respect. Lovingly, you can, you can speak critically to someone with love in your voice. You do it all the time. Do it to yourself. Number three, keeping an eye on your stress levels. Identify what stressors you can get rid of. Identify which ones need your, your, your full focus. And then focus on taking small steps to relieve the amount of stress. Number four, looking on the bright side. This is one thing that it seems veterans are so good at finding something to complain about. It didn't matter where we were, what we were doing, who we were with, what the weather was, anything. There was always something to complain about. All the guys that I was with all the time, it didn't, again, it just didn't matter. And it was me included. There was always something to complain about. Always. And we always found it. It didn't even really take that long. We were good at it. It was, it was almost like a, a challenge. Like, what can we complain about right now? You know, and we always found something to complain about. So you start having this negative thought about, man, I hate this. I hate that. You know, whatever. 
And we've had a word for this for a long time. It's just called being pessimistic. It's just called, you know, having a pessimistic or a negative outlook. It doesn't help anybody. And it really doesn't help you because again, you're feeding that negative self-image because you're just constantly focusing on the negative. To change that, you can't just stop and just kind of sit there and look around like, cause then you're going to start finding things to complain about. You have to replace it with something positive, gratitude, finding something to be thankful for, finding something like, Hey, you know, today sucked, but you know what? I'll bet in five years, we're all going to look back on this day and we're, we're probably going to laugh a lot because some of that stuff that happened was like, it was pretty hilarious. You know, looking at it from the outside after it happened, it's pretty funny, right? So there's always something to be grateful for, okay? There's always something positive to pull from it. And again, I'm not saying like you have to have this rose-colored outlook on life and you're always going to find... Oh, I just, my leg just got chopped off. Oh, well, looks like I just didn't need that one. Look, now I get this fancy new shiny metal leg. No. What I'm saying is there's always something to be thankful for. And if we will stop allowing ourselves to fall into this pit of negativity, our self-image will improve. Our self-talk will improve. Our outlook on life will improve. And our health will improve. Your stress levels will go down. Your health will get better. Your pain will go down. These are all scientifically proven. Okay, it's not like, I'm not just making this stuff up. This is scientifically proven. Positive people with a positive, out, and, and, and positive people have a healthier lifestyle and they just, they live longer and they live healthier. Veterans, for some reason, and I, I felt my, myself, I'm including myself in this as well. It's almost a badge of honor to have a negative outlook on life. Like I'm just jaded. I was in the military and I, I've seen what the world is really like. And I, you know, it's, it's a sad, terrible place. And, you know, I've been through this and that and the other. And I just, uh, you know, I'm not naive to the world. So I have this negative outlook. Okay. So you've seen the underbelly of the world. You've seen the darkness. You've seen the bad. Okay. I have, you probably have too. You've also seen the good. You may just not have been looking for it. You may have just had those negative blinders on. So the only thing you see is negative stuff because everybody else around you is being negative. And everything that you were doing was just had this negative connotation. Like, oh, we got to go to the field again. We got to go do this. We got to go do training. We got to deploy. We got to, you know, and it's all negative. So flip it around. I'm not saying that's going to be easy. It's not like flipping a pancake, but I'm saying you got to start somewhere. Like, hey, I woke up this morning. That's positive. I mean, some people, again, will have this, oh, I didn't want to wake up this morning. Okay. Well, you did. So you woke up. Congratulations. Your heart's still beating. You're still breathing. Uh, let's, let's, let's get this going. You got a cup of coffee. Oh, I got coffee. It's hot. Tastes good. Mm, delicious. Or an energy drink or just water. Oh man. Cold, clear, filtered, running water. Love it. Okay. Find the little things 
to be positive about, and it will start affecting your overall mindset and your overall life. So, number five, challenging your thoughts. A lot of our thoughts, stand by. 365 Sherman on 10 8. A lot of our thoughts are illogical and silly. They just are. I mean, we have these, this, again, and it really goes back to catastrophizing and magnifying and just blowing things out of proportion. Like, my wife doesn't love me anymore because we had an argument and we yelled at each other and it was, it was bad. Uh, she's going to leave me. She's probably already cheating on me. She's probably already pregnant with somebody else's baby, and I'm just going to, my life's falling apart. Again, you're catastrophizing, you're magnifying, you're blowing things out of proportion. So you challenge those thoughts. So let's just go back with that example of you just had a huge fight with your wife, and you're like, oh, my wife's going to leave me, and she's going to be cheating on me, and she hates me, and all this other stuff. So challenge that and say, well, we've had fights before that were worse or maybe not worse, but we had a lot of fights before and she never left. We've dealt with problems before and she never cheated on me. We've, you know, we've been here before and everything worked out. Rather than allowing ourselves to spiral into this negative trap, you interrupt those thoughts and you challenge them and say, no, 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 hold on. That, that's not true. Like that's not, that's never been true. Like, you screw up at work, okay? Have you screwed up before? Well, generally, most people have more than one screw-up, okay? What happened last time? Did they come to you and, like, scream at you and tell you how stupid you were? If you're in the military, maybe they did. If you're not in the military, they probably didn't, okay? And I think that's where a lot of our of veterans' problems come from, is in the military, it is, things are met. There's very little positive affirmation, ever. From anyone in the military, it's usually just you get there's there's consequences for doing the wrong thing, but there's never anything. There's consequences for doing the wrong thing, but there's never any kind of uh, positive affirmation for doing the right thing or doing well. So it's like, uh, and they're like, oh, well, you did your job. What do you want to pat on the back? No, you don't need a pat on the back for doing your job, but sometimes it's nice to hear, hey, you guys are doing really well. Like, I know that, you know, this is what we expect of you, but man, y'all are killing it. Like, good job. Thanks for not being terrible at your job and actually doing your job. But the second you screw up, you know, I mean, they're all down your throat. Oh, you're just trash. You suck. And just on and on and on. So the military breeds that negative self-image, that negative self-talk. Because, like, you can run a, you know, a, a 295 PFT, which, you know, again, out of 300 points, that's a good PFT. 290 and above is really good. Okay? And they're like, hey, oh, yeah, good job. But if you show up and you run, like, a 150 or, a you know, a two you know a 180 or, you know, whatever, something low, they're going to be all over you, screaming at you about how you suck and how you're fat and how you're lazy. And 
a lot of those are not true, but they just, the military just breeds this negative self-image and this negative self-talk. And again, we don't need to just spend our lives these rose-colored glasses on like, oh, well, you did terrible on your PFT today. Well, I guess maybe you'll do better next time. Ha, ha, ha. Laugh it off. No. You can have a critical conversation and be critical with somebody and say, hey, like, you did not do well on this PFT at all. Like, you need to work on your physical fitness. Okay? You need to, you need to fix this. Okay. That doesn't, but, but you don't sit there and tell them that they're like the dumbest, worst person ever because, or the, you know, the laziest, fattest, most out of shape person ever because they, they failed a PFT or they, you no, know, they didn't do very well. All that to say, the military breeds negative self talk and a negative self image in a lot of people, in, in veterans, because it's just kind of how it works. Getting into, you know, let, let's let's review these these five steps again. So step one, monitoring your thought patterns. Identify when you're most likely to speak negatively to yourself and how you do that so you can avoid catastrophizing and magnifying and blowing things out of proportion. Okay, so you identify your thought patterns and then we're going to change that to positive thought patterns. Okay, talk to number two, talk to yourself like you would talk to your best friend or your family. Stop disrespecting yourself if someone walked up to you and disrespected you the way that you disrespect yourself you'd probably want to fight them or you probably would fight them if you spoke to your friends the way you speak to yourself you wouldn't have any friends if you spoke to your spouse the way you speak to yourself you wouldn't be married okay stop doing it stop being disrespectful to yourself so that's step two Step three, keep an eye on your stress levels. Identify what stressors you have to focus on. Hold on to those and get rid of everything else. If it's a small stressor that's just bothering you, okay, I understand. We got to figure out a way. Push it off to the side. Let's focus on the other stuff. Then we can start taking steps towards figuring out how we're going to fix these other issues. Because if we're trying to, if we're trying to focus, again, like you're focusing on everything all at once, you're never going to get anything done. So you take the stuff that you, that can wait, the stuff that's not as important, push it off to the side, move it away. Stop thinking about it. Focus on the important stuff. You eat an elephant one bite at a time, not all at once. One bite at a time, one step at a time, take the next step. Number four, look on the bright side. Stop having a negative outlook on every single thing in your life if you start finding the positives in the little things and trying to find and just make it a challenge for yourself because it's really easy to find something negative okay it, it, like i said it's just the military is everybody in the military always has something to complain about make it a challenge for yourself to find something positive in everything like say you just you're you're, you're watching a movie and the movie's just terrible okay Find something positive in the movie. Find a character that was actually a good actor or was funny or a part in the movie that you're like, I actually related to that. Or just challenge yourself to find something positive repeatedly over and over and over again. And it's going to start impacting your daily life. And number five, challenging your thoughts, standing up to yourself and saying, that's not true. I know it's not true because I've been here before. And the last time I was here, you told me the same thing and it didn't happen. 
So now I'm calling you out as a liar. You realize how many times I've called myself a liar? How many times I've lied to myself? I mean, it's just about daily in my head. I mean, it's just, it's like a daily thing where my head is always like, you're going to, you're going to screw it up again. And you know, it's like, well, that's a lie because I may screw it up, but that doesn't mean I'm going to. And even if I do, I can learn from it. So take that self. Anyway, we've got to do better in our own heads. We spend so much time inside of our own minds. We have got to do better about speaking positively to ourselves and maintaining a positive self-outlook. We have to, because we will never get better if the one person we spend the most time with hates us and treats us like dirt. If you hate yourself and treat yourself like dirt, you're never going to get better. I promise. No matter how many positive people you have in your life, until you're able to stop that pattern, stop that cycle and get out of it, you will never get better. If you're like me and you like to talk to yourself out loud, because <laughs> I talk to myself all the time, all the time. And I, people like you know, interrupt me sometimes and I'm like, hey, just, just leave me alone. You've got to find a space that's yours. You've got to find, my, my, my space is in my car. Okay. Generally. Like, and I'm, you know, whenever I'm running errands or if I'm at work or if I'm, whatever it is, generally I speak to myself out loud, mostly when I'm in my car. You can do it when you're in the bathroom. You can do it anywhere, really. But find a place that is a space that you can talk to yourself. Whether it's, you don't have to, you don't have to just shout at yourself. But sometimes, and this is also scientifically proven, speaking out loud and having your ears hear the positive affirmations hearing it out loud helps and makes it that much more effective. Okay. Again, you don't have to do this, but if you are comfortable doing it, it makes it that much more powerful and effective. So find a space that's yours where you can actually talk to yourself and you're not afraid to then decide exactly what to say. Decide exactly what to say and ask yourself questions like, why are you feeling like, why am I feeling this way? And say these things out loud to yourself. Why am I feeling this way? Then answer yourself. Well, I'm feeling this way because X, Y, and Z, because I didn't get a lot of sleep last night or I didn't, my coffee spilled this morning and I didn't drink it all. And, uh, I, my sandwich was burnt and I, I didn't get to eat it or my kids are losing their minds and they just won't clean their room. And you know, I, I'm having all these negative intrusive thoughts about stuff that happened, you know, five, 10 years ago. Okay. You've identified it now. Okay. What can we do to fix that? Well, if it's negative intrusive thoughts, we can start having positive self-talk. Like we just went through the five steps that I just gave you. If it's, you know, because you didn't have enough coffee. Okay. You're tired. Understand that. Give yourself some grace. If it's your sandwich, <laughs> you're hungry, <laughs> find some food. You may have to tell somebody, hey, I need a minute. 
uh, I'm really hungry and I'm, I'm hangry at this point. So can I, can I just, can I have a minute to go get something to eat? My sandwich was burnt or whatever. My eggs fell out of the car when I went to get in and I, I didn't get to eat my breakfast. I'm, I'm hangry. Can I just go eat? Give yourself some grace. Okay. But decide exactly what to say to yourself by asking yourself questions and then answering yourself. And then you can have that positive affirmation of, okay, that's why I'm not crazy. I'm just blank. I'm hungry, tired, stressed. I'm dealing with a lot of stuff and that's okay. But if you don't say that to yourself and identify that, you just think, oh, I'm just stressed out and I'm just a, I'm just a monster to everybody. Like, well, you're only a monster because you're hangry. Eat a Snickers. So, and again, the next step is take note of how you're saying it to yourself out loud. Because sometimes we're like, you'll say something to yourself and listen to how you say it. Because there's so many times that I'm like, you know, I'll be talking to myself and I'm just like, well, I guess I'll figure it out. Or I guess maybe I'll just be positive today. <laughs> like, really? Like, you're going to be positive as you're like growling at yourself and, you know, saying it sarcastically. If you're saying it like that to yourself, that's how you're actually thinking about it. And that's not going to help you. And again, it sounds cheesy and it sounds corny and I get it, but it's true. You have to have positive affirmations. Believe me, I'm even right now. I'm sitting here thinking that sounds cheesy. It does, but it works. Try it. You're interrupting those negative thought patterns. You're interrupting that negative self image and you're saying it's not true. I'm challenging that. I don't agree with that. I'm not going to let that run my life and ruin my day. The last step of saying these things out loud to yourself is making a habit of it. Making a habit of making time, even if it's just 30 seconds here, 30 seconds there. Again, trip to the bathroom when you're in the car, driving to and from work, when you're picking your kids up from school before you get the kids. Um, whatever it is, whenever it is, wherever it is, make a habit of it where you can stop and say, okay, why am I stressed out right now? And again, these things are happening out loud in your head. If you're comfortable doing it, not happening out loud in your head, they're happening out loud because you're speaking them to yourself. So you're coming, words are coming out your mouth, going into your ears. Your auditory receptors are receiving the sound of you speaking to yourself. And you're saying, why am I feeling this way? Well, I'm feeling this way because of X, Y, and Z. Okay. <sighs> How can I fix that? What are the positives? What am I doing right? Okay. What can I do better? How can I do it better? What step do I need to take? And again, you're narrowing it down to these specific steps. You're not sitting there looking at the whole problem, catastrophizing it and magnifying it and blowing it out of proportion. You're narrowing it down to individual small steps that you can take and then move forward with those steps. But again, you have to look at how you say it. And you have to make a habit of saying it nicely. Treating yourself nicely. Caring for yourself. Caring for your own mental health. Caring for your own body. If we start taking these steps, guys, it's going to start making a huge difference. It sounds silly, but it works. I promise you it works. It's the same concept of being grateful. Like I've said in the other episodes before, it's impossible for your brain to be grateful and sad at the same time. So 
it's impossible for your brain to be thinking positive and giving yourself positive affirmation and negative at the same time. Again, it's it's a two-way street. You got to pick one direction. You can't go both directions at the same time. So these steps work and I encourage you guys to really look into this and start using it. Uh, but anyway, I love you guys. I hope this helps, gives you some tips. If it, if it helps you, it'll help somebody else. I'll share the episode, please. And just help me get the this these ideas and this word out to people just so we can start the conversation and keep the conversation going. So, all right. See you guys next time. Love you guys. Hey guys, quick reminder. If you enjoyed the episode today, don't forget to like and subscribe. Also, Go to whatever platform you listen to these podcasts on and leave a review. That's the best way to help us out. Uh, It gets a lot more traffic to us. So again, if you liked it, like, subscribe, and uh, leave a review. All right. Love you guys.